0: Hello, and welcome to the Tongue and Sheep podcast with the Solomon sisters. I am Ilana. I am Dina. And we are your pop culture vultures in couture. Today is a very special episode. We're very excited because we are late to the party. And here today, we are going to discuss the new shows we are binge watching. But mostly, we are both binge watching. Florabama Shore and we wanted an outlet to discuss it and hopefully if you've watched it you'll enjoy listening to our thoughts and if you haven't watched it this will encourage you to become a fan as we have oh my god yes everyone it took me so long Ilana would tell me almost every day I have purchased this on our shared, well, really her prime and have I watched it yet? And I would see it, but I wasn't there yet. And then one night I was like, I'm ready for this journey. I'm about to take it. I think it was 2 a.m. in the morning, the perfect time to start it. So everyone, you should do that as well. And you guys, can I just say, I stayed up one night till 7 a.m. binge watching it. 7 a.m. It is a... Yeah, but it's definitely like the type of show that you want to binge watch. You can't watch it week by week. It doesn't no. have the same to me feeling. Like I have COVID and I need oh, yeah. I'm staying far away from her, everyone. I am safe. Yeah, we are not together. Um, but one of the things that you really need, at least, I really need during my convalescence is something to watch that didn't take any like brain energy. I couldn't have something, for example, mysterious that that I'm trying to figure out who's done it, if you will. And I couldn't have anything of any kind of emotional content that was going to take me on a journey. I just didn't have the energy to go on. No, you didn't. but this just was perfect and I was really in the mood for Jersey Shore that's what started this whole thing I'll tell you guys I was watching the last episode of the season of Jersey Shore and I did not realize it was the last episode of Don't Jersey tell- Shore Have- and anyway I digress I I watched it, and then I realized, well, I need something of this level. Like, this is the amount of intensity I can carry with me. I need this. And I remembered a long time ago, someone I worked with asked me if I watched Florida Bama Shore, and I said yes when I hadn't watched it. Now, I didn't say yes. Like, I thought they'd said Jersey Shore, and that's why I answered Yes. But then when they started talking about it, I just clocked it in my head like, okay, remember this. This sounds like my type of show. And so then in this moment, cut to now, I decided, okay, I'm there. I'm ready. This show's out there. It must be good. It must be good. And, you know, Sally and Sozano, who is the executive producer and brain and heart behind Jersey Shore, is the same producer of Florida Belmashar, and you feel it. You really feel. It. Although I do feel for anyone who is in the UK listening, which I doubt anyone, but um, if you are, like I feel like it has more elements of Geordie Shore. So it made me feel a little bit at home at times too. Cause I was like, oh, it's a little raunchy. They're dark. They have a lot of dark chocolate layers. Like this show is not like Jersey Shore. Definitely dark chocolate layers. The layers aren't like they have layers, but like the layers they have is that Mike did a lot of drugs and started a lot of shit. But on this show, no, each and every one of these individuals, which we will take you through and give you a little let's give you a story of who they are. So yeah. my favorite and I hope I'm saying his name right because I just don't want to do him, you know, wrong, but is Kodai. Or Kodai. No, it's not like Chloe. Kodai. But they always it's say Kodai. no, because so he's actually Kodi. His name is Kody But. That's his real name, Seymour, like Seymour Butts, okay. and he is called by them probably because some inside joke that happened that they never showed on the show. But they all call him Kodai, and I love him for it. I just he love- is my favorite. He and Amy. Do you know who he? Lo- exact same, but you know who he kind of looks like at times, especially when he gets when he's trying to get skinny for um, Candace. Again, another beautiful character you guys will love. She's like a side beautiful, character beautiful. that I love. So if you have, you have Cody... Is whatever. she a side character? No, no. This is what I mean. I mean in the order. If I had to do it. Like Amy and Cody oh, okay. are amazing. Oh, Kodak. just had this conversation <laughs> I, oh, I, I just don't care. He's going to be are you? Are you not here? I'm not. But candace is like right there like she's right under she's amazing although i didn't like how she acted in the most recent episode i'm watching but it's okay because she was hurting kodai or Kodai. i just can't say it but that's really that the teaching mrs tingle Tungle thing i think i've had this all my life and we're just gonna say that i don't pronounce anything right and i think the audience enjoys that so they are like the main so what you need to know is that koday kodai has a crush on Candace, But is it for the show or is it just for her love? What do you think, Alonix? that's what they were debating right now. Wait, we shouldn't get there yet. Yeah. We should explain everyone. Then you have Amy. I love Amy. Amy and Nilsa's friendship is so, you know, They really are the best. And what's amazing about Amy, I don't know if Delana sees this. I've said it to her so many times. I bet at this point she wants to, like, kill me. But Amy, to me, when I watched her, I was like, this is Emma Stone. I am watching Emma Stone take on this role. I feel like she gained the weight. In real life, she was pregnant. Or she is pregnant. So I could see this happening. And this is her embracing her southern... Amy's pregnant? Emma Stone. Oh. She looks... You just took me on a journey. Yeah, she looks like Emma Stone, like a little bit more curvier. But Emma Stone and her could be like, the, to me, the same person. Just like I think Kodai could I looks like um um is it Jacques? No, what was the guy's name? The really creepy one from Below Deck with the blonde hair, and he kind of always looks like he wants to fight everybody. I don't know if he's creepy. I just found him kind of creepy. Um, and he's like he's from South Africa. He got jo- Joao? Yes. He and Kodai look alike. So it's really – this has been, like, a fun show for me because I'm just finding who everyone looks like. Okay. I don't know if I'm there because I don't think either. But I will say I love those people so much. When you first meet them, I was really struck by the sense that all these people are – for different reasons, sort of disenfranchised from the world they grew up in. And they're quite alone. So their desire to build a family is so strong. And their friendship blooms in a way that you really do, you know, see and coming from a housewise perspective where they all kind of, it's clear they're paid to socialize together. When you see this dynamic, it's so nice. Like they clearly love each other need each other even when they fight they are a family and that's why i love jersey shore because when you kind of get a certain type of person who you know would be incapable of producing themselves to the camera but they don't need to because they're so crazy that's the perfect reality tv and it reminds me of old school kind of real world i don't ever watch real world but what i will say is that I love? Well, I don't. I love. I just love this whole cast. Even though some of them I don't really like, I still love them. I and love Kurt's hair. We haven't even taken them through everyone because you guys. Oh, I know. We Let's have to talk take Kirk. You, you have Gus and Jeremiah. Jeremiah legit looks like a superhero, so it's really interesting he to does. watch it. He looks like Clark Kent. He, he does look like, like Clark Kent. Kent. But I will say this. That's that all I see him, when I look at him. No, I agree. I, I, that's all I see him when he puts the glasses on as well, everyone. But this is what I Oh, my God, said. yes. What were you like like the, the one – wait, but what's his name? Christopher something. Um, hold on. Christopher something. But you know what I noticed? When he forced Gus to hug him – and Gus is his best friend, Please. his moral enemy, but um, mortal. Sorry, not moral. Mortal eminent enemy. I was gonna say, you mean mortal? <laughs> but um, with Gus, when he was giving Gus in this one episode, you guys, it's kind of touching, kind of weird. Everyone decides to walk away, which is really funny at the point. But these two characters, Gus and Jeremiah, who have a very intense relationship of as as best friends, there's is the word you're looking for? Yes, but like they're not. They're like, romantic. But they're not. Like a Vinny and Polly. It's not. They're dark. No, they're not. They are and dark. I think and they're also like, dark. I think that the performance enhancement. No, wait. I think that's the wrong word. The, the steroids? Which, I don't know. Like, yeah, the steroids that um, definitely I think Jeremiah takes have affected his emotional well-being because when he hulked out in the third season i was so confused why he kind of became the hulk where was our lovely bruce banner with glasses that are unnecessary and a little bit of a like curl to his hair no 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 he like went from superman to the Hulk in this very strange way and he seemed he lost his voice he was screaming in so much pain because his friend got mad at him for talking to someone else but also i noticed which again i don't want i'm sorry i don't mean to be mean but our father is a dermatologist so right away i go for skin even my own when i can pick on it um i couldn't help but notice my eye went to during that hugging moment of them crying and holding, embracing each other with their tears. That um Jeremiah needs to go see a dermatologist, like really bad. His back, me, is not Oh, I noticed that too. But you know what? I realized it. it must be his shampoo again. No, it's only shampoo when it's girls because they're. Uh, Can it be your they're... body wash, or your laundry? No, no, no. I. I realize what it must be is, again, going back to the steroids, that it must be related to that because his hormones must be crazy. Oh, It's interesting, though, that it's really just focused all over his back. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. No, and you know, in the most recent season i feel like it's worse than before which is one of the reasons that i'm so sure that he is maybe intensifying whatever he's on because you know fame but like i think it's really funny i think my favorite journey is the journey of gus gus and his hair he's really trying to find himself through jewelry and hair styles and, and it's been wonderful lips. to watch that alone. Wait, mm-hmm. but in the new lips? That alone is like a story. I was gonna, I even- I know go. you're putting out the new lips. I didn't notice the lips. I'm not even gonna lie. Yes. I think Kodai's uh, friendship too, actually. That's a lovely friendship. Although, oh, it was so sad. In the most recent episode, we have learned that- That, um- Did you just say in the most recent episode? You're not caught up. No, in the most recent episode of my life. And the most of which is season three, <laughs> the, 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 um, the episode right before the finale. And K- Kodai, nope, Kodai, nope. I'm Kodai, gonna... you had it right. You were okay. good. Kodai, tingle, tingle, tingle. Um, but he decided to be such a little mensch and get Candace flowers. I know he was such a mensch. Such a mensch, like really, like a really. I was man. like, oh, he's so thoughtful. Like what? A thoughtful gentleman, not to want her to feel. Like, feel left out. And then for Kirk, 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 Kirk and goes I go crazy. Oh, Kirk goes—he goes so crazy. But he was on. So Kirk TV. gets me so excited when he shows up because he always does something cool with his hair like he really knows how to add a little like chic to his look and he's so his look like he has this front t-shirt he wears all the time and it's like I don't know like free One or something like that I don't know I forget what it is but whatever it is it's like super like slight hippy-dippy adjacent kind of cool hip you know what I mean? And he's so like that. Like, I don't no, know, I, I like Kirk. Him. but I think I didn't he's care so cool. For... Well, now I realize. But at first, I was like Gus. And Kirk are being so mean to Kodai. And then... So mean. And then we realized they were just trying to protect his little heart, you guys. They were just, they were watching for their friend. They didn't want to look like a schmoha. You know what it is, though? They were on stuff, and they did not know how to express themselves. So instead, they thought they'd take, like, the tough love approach. Yeah, but Kodai the- got it. He forgave real quick on yeah.
1: that one. You oh know, my I think God. one thing
0: that you find, like Nilsa, for example, who we haven't even talked about yet, who's definitely a standout of the show really is because um, I haven't seen the most recent season. I'm very nervous because I, I keep hearing stuff with hers going down on recent season. I don't want to know. I'm not there yet. Oh, there's, there's stuff going down. I'm not there. But I only watched the, begin, the first episode because, I, as I mentioned earlier, I feel the show is a binge show. And I can't binge it right now because they're trying to give it to me week by week. Yeah. And I don't even like watching Jersey Shore that way. Like, there are certain shows that are meant to give you Just to binge. Like, full access. Yeah, you're just bit. supposed to be in rude but otherwise. We haven't even told you about this one character who literally. Courtney. Yes, Alana. Courtney. And you guys, for real, she spells her name Courtney. It's like exactly how you'd picture it. Like, it is insane to me. And spelled like the Kardashian way, too. Like, not like, sorry, with a K. With a K. But as in a court. And then a knee and I. And I find one of the things I love about the show is everyone's name is spelled exactly, exactly how it is pronounced. And that's going to happen all the time. Even Amy. Yeah, you know what? I had this thought that maybe that's a southern thing, like that I just don't get. But like maybe that's an American southern thing. Like maybe it's part of the culture to like type things as they're pronounced. As opposed to like the sure some traditional way, but, but Candace, I will is spelled, that. like actually how I've seen Candace spelled, isn't it? But how other, I don't think there's another way you can spell yeah, it. Yeah, um, Candace from um Potomac, I think, spells it differently. Oh, yeah, I think she has an I. She has an I, she has an extra I because she needs an extra I because she's about me, 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 <laughs> but. I definitely think that Nilsa and Amy's friendship is so nice, but it's so funny because Courtney and Candace seem really close season one and two. And then they have this drunken, stupid fight that I think on any other show would be nothing. Like, even on a housewife show, no one would clock it. And it is like defined their friendship no longer because I I know which fight you're talking about and I feel like for Candace what hurt her because I did notice especially with her out of everyone else no one ever really comes to her defense like she always is the one yeah but sometimes she just goes crazy and it doesn't make sense like you can't really like I love Candace but like I definitely understand that even though it's not my experience like a black woman is triggered by a police getting involved with a black man over something that he might not be being treated properly in this case even the black man involved being kirk he says i was 100 percent at fault i caused this problem and she just goes crazy on gus because he was defending the cops now gus being the Child of a police officer, and also the grandchild, I believe, a nephew of multiple police officers. Obviously, he has his own biases to work through on that, and he just automatically is trying to prove that cops aren't all bad. But in this case, and we see many examples of this from Candace, she just gets like so caught up in her own subjective projections of what she is worried is happening that she's not looking at reality and i'm not saying like in that like situation i do i do think like i could actually i will say i could see where she's coming from like i did get where gus and kirk were coming from like kirk was saying what he did was wrong and i do get it but i get from candace's point of view where she was just in the moment when she didn't know that Kirk had done anything wrong. She just sees this from far away and Gus is telling her to calm down and like back off. Like I could see why that upset. her. But why Gus was saying that was because Gus had seen what happened and she wouldn't listen. Like I was getting frustrated watching that scene because I was sitting there like, Candace, you will feel so much better if you will stop arguing with the police officer and listen to your friend who is saying No. It's not what you think. But when she got home and was trying to kind of discuss it through with everyone and they were kind of, to me at least, being like not actually letting her get her point off, which was seen to get her more and more frustrated, I do agree with her. Every time anyone had came at that point for Courtney, like she always stepped in and would tell them to like, off. and all Courtney was could have said to them is, like, you guys, like, Candace, you are misunderstanding her. She's misunderstanding you. Like, chill. Stop doing this. But instead, she kind of, like, just sort of kind of, I thought, gave Candace some weird looks and then was just kind of pretending, like, saying I I was having a different conversation as they're screaming around her and that she wasn't listening while she's, like, literally Candace is just above her. It didn't really make sense to me. So, okay, let me introduce First, my ultimate pet peeve, the, probably one of the most embarrassing moments in my experience like personal, was when I felt like I was trying to get something out and someone cut me off, wouldn't let me speak, told me to basically shut up and it's not like that I didn't have a right to feel what I felt and I literally threw a cake across the room. like I was so frustrated. And it was one of the worst moments in my own behavior that I always look back on it because I could not believe how angry I got. But it came from a place that I felt Candice felt like where all I was trying to do was express how I felt and my perspective, and it was just shut down. But what I do think, having watched a few seasons with Candice, is Candice reminds me actually a lot of... um Oh, my God, Cameron... From Real Housewives of Dallas. Where they say she's like a dog with a bone. Like, she's just not listening. Like, she's shut off. She's so upset. Yeah, when she gets upset, she does. Where she's not listening. Yeah. And for me, when I get upset, that's not what happens. So, why I was frustrated in the moment that. I was referring to, and Dina, I know you were there when it happened, it wasn't because I wasn't able to listen to other people, no one would even let me finish a sentence in that case, whereas with Candace, she had been going on and on, she would not let anyone tell her the opposite, and with Courtney in that moment, I do think Courtney was wrong in the sense of, I think if your friend is hurting, and they're just trying to be heard, you don't have to necessarily be the solution, but you shouldn't be the problem. You like shouldn't you be sitting there. Teed in this girl's bed, and she still shared a room with you. Like yeah, she didn't it, even no, seem to. No, she it again. No, and like this girl, when, cause let's just be real. Courtney is a very scary, insane person. Man. Has very dark, which makes sense of why she is like she is. But she's a very scary person. If you guys watch the show, there's not she's one scene with Courtney where she doesn't go the wall. And broke her she hand. She punched a wall the way Mike's head punched a wall. You guys, she'll you get mad. Mike's like, head punched a wall. Yes, I do. But, like, for instance, like, there's this one night where she gets mad because she's ready to leave the club and they're in the car, and the producer is having them wait a second, and she just starts screaming at the producer to shut, like, the fucking door. And it's like, I need to get out of here. Like, Courtney is insane, so I'm not saying this is coming from a girl well, maybe you want in your corner however i just think this showed more about courtney to me because then i saw like in further seasons nelsa has a crush which i'll never understand on gus and i feel like courtney goes out of her way in certain ways to do stuff to just so that's when Courtney Elsa. lost me see i think one of the things that candace didn't understand from a psychological point was that Courtney I think from her own trauma and her own life stuff has a need for male approval like a constant need to be one of the guys because I think it's what makes her feel safe we find out later that she has had some physical trauma emotional trauma she's been violated and I think that that plays into it personally just and you us. don't find that out on the show, you guys. Alana did investigative research. She journalist- I did, but- Research- but found but out did kind of hint at it at the show. But anyway, I think because of her trauma, having the guys look at her as someone they want to protect makes her feel safe. So I don't think there'll ever be a fight where she turns against the bros, let's say. She wants to be a bro because that makes her feel safe. Having said that, with the Nielsa stuff, I think that she- is it's very important for her that the guys on the one hand she's a bro but on the other hand i think she wants to feel like she is more important than to them than anyone else and i think somehow nielsa triggered her because i think she saw that if gus and nielsa fell in love or like really became something that she she might not be their his first thought or their first thought you know what i mean like it was very important for her to keep them separate, and I I don't think it had anything to do, like Nilsa would have been bad for Gus, because truthfully, I think sometimes, and this is probably one of the most misogynistic things about the show, I think they've created a narrative of that Nilsa is sort of this over-emotional kind of crazy person, because first season, when she was kind of going after Jeremiah. Ilana and I have an addiction. But it's something we've both come to accept. Accessories. Nikki Rocks is our go-to when accessorizing any outfit. Her unique designs are amazing standalone pieces or work gorgeously stacked together. You can shop Nikki Rocks by going to her website, NikkiRocks.com. N-I-C-K-I-R-O-X-X dot com. Apply our discount code, stylishlysolomon25 for 25% off. Stylishly Solomon twenty five Solomon with all O's S O L O M O N. We know you'll thank us later. Happy shopping! But she had a crush on Jeremiah. I think she's in a normal drunken person, man or woman state if they like someone. And, oh, I definitely you know, think, though. So. I think you're right because even I was noticing. But this, I think, is more of however the producers or the men have grown up. I was so surprised because Jeremiah, of course, has a brother that always comes to visit and causes the causes the ruckus. He is the worst. Yes, and in this most recent episode, he is literally Jeremiah has been hooking up with a girl like all summer. Who she he's like introduced her to his parents. His brother like so she thinks you know things are gonna go to the future and let's just leave it open of what happened but basically the brother says that you can never just say anything to a girl because they're gonna take everything you say and still think that somehow they can change the outcome and you're gonna be theirs like almost implying that like First of all, that there's this like seediness when it comes to relationships, but also almost that girls are like these manipulators who only want like, like I don't know, the way he said it, it was just so weird and like stupid. But and also he made it like women- They're learning everything from their homeschooled and they're learning everything from their father who's a former stripper. So I can't imagine that his perspective- is one of great cultural value to the, the men and women stripper who decided to homeschool their kids? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, I miss mm-hmm. that. And, you know, not for nothing, as they say in Jersey, but they are Italian. And I do know another stripper of Italian descent who has some very old-school values, and that guy's name is... Joe Gorda. Yeah, Joe Gorda. He's Italian, they're not Irish. Mm-mm. Are you sure? Brioni or Buoni. B- B- are you so name. Irish? No, Jeremiah, last name on, what's it called? Glory, short. Okay. His last name is Buoni. B O O N I. Hmm. Uh, anyhow, so it's a great show, you guys. That is Italian. We gave but you. they're a, not like Jersey Shore. They're like the opposite of Jersey Shore. Like one thing you will notice is they're pale. Really pale. So one, so I feel like we gave you a really good kind of idea of that what you should be watching. Maybe spoiled some stuff, but I feel like you're just gonna yeah. Do but we didn't talk barely about my favorite characters. That's how jam-packed this show is. We so, talk so much about. So much that's happened, and we, we gave you no order of context no, as okay, much no. as we could. Oh, yeah. But what I will say is that the standout stars to me are Amy, and Jilta, and Kodai. So if you watch the show, we have not spoiled anything because my favorite characters, we've barely hit a all. Oh, yeah, and Gusta. He's only my favorite because I love to watch his journey through hair and jewelry. Yeah, I'm not a fan of plus don't understand it. But I've also realized that the for me, this show, would t- I think I said this to you as well. And I hope I don't get like hate for this. But it kind of reminds me of like a Shonda Rhimes show in reverse, where all the boys are just really hard to look at in different ways. And it's like, is like the real version. Actually, having said that, I don't agree with what I just said. I take back everything I said. <laughs> I love Kirk, and I love Kodai. And <laughs> I are my favorite. And you do, and I don't favorite. actually mind the way that. they look. I think it's because the girls, to me, compared to the guys, are a lot better looking. Yeah, but I, I don't think, for example, if Jeremiah wasn't so steroidy looking and, like, Superhero looking, it's not like his face is bad. No, his face is, it's not is like your face, your face is bad. Yeah, no, this no, is like charming. It. I agree with you. It's no, I, I. His face is fine. I've he already said to me Exactly like a young Christopher Reeves yeah. without oh, I I a superhero I'm question. No. And um, Gus Gus, well, not my personal taste at all, is a model on the cover of Lady Love books. So. There's people true. out there. Who no, I made it. you guys. Place. I made a comment. I stood by it for at least an hour and then I came back around. I made it on here and now I'm really taking it away. I'm saying, Not anymore, not today. I was, wrong. I was wrong. So, besides the beautiful shore, is there anything else you want that you feel like we've been missing? We've headed down south. Is there anywhere else we should go? No, stay in the south, but then take the journey, the road trip, if you will, from. Georgia and Virginia to Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> and what? Virginia and Georgia. It's so good. It's Heart of Dixie meets Pretty Little Liars. It's funny. It's charming. It's woke. It's like all the it's things so you woke. need in a show. And it has light murder. Some, um, oh, I love a good murder. I stuff. love a good is, murder. There is... It's it's a lovely murder. I think there might be multiple, actually, but it's wonderfully done. And there are some sort of self-harm stuff, which is great. But overall, you know, it's wonderful. And I like that I'm having you explain this to me, even though I've watched this on the premiere night. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was late to the party, but I just, I didn't know. I thought it was going to be more heart of Dixie. And so I was kind of waiting for something. Um, in my life to happen where I had a need for something that had absolutely nothing to offer, but somehow was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I got to that point And then at five in the morning, one night quill accidentally turned day quill at night. I put on it thinking that's what I was watching the kind of heart of Dixie 2.0, but instead I got heart of Dixie married with pretty little liars. And boy, do I love it. So good. Highly recommend. I, the same, was in the ladies' room of my house, and I was thinking, what should I watch? And as I was going through Netflix, I watched the trailer for this show, and I thought, this is what I need tonight. And again, I feel like it was around, like... But the trailer is so misleading. That's why I thought it was Hearted Dixie because it's just this really beautiful, smart girl schooling her teacher about... No, and race relations. No, there was something in it because I will say, as much as Alana loved Heart of Dixie, I myself disliked that show as much as she loved it. So I, I watched this Maripana. commercial, it's and so my Maripana. heart never went to Heart of Dixie. And I feel like if it, it would have gone, well, what does it remind you of? Tell the viewers. Tell the good viewers.
1: What is or actually it?
0: listeners? No one's viewing this. They could be viewing it you don't know their life story can you pour all of their all the five subscribers no i'm joking um their cereals um no but um what does the show remind me of oh and a good point you know what it kind of reminds me of in a certain way per se that movie with susan sarandon and natalie portman a mother and a daughter oh i see that um that is a very sad movie. I'm yes. pretty sure there's some sort of Walmart baby type. There is a Walmart. I think it. name, isn't the baby named? America? Or is that a different movie? No, that, I think that no. Think is that a different? That movie? is a different movie, but <laughs> around the same time. You're right. I think the Natalie Portman like yeah. doing her thing. Yeah, yeah. You're at right. Her height. Because the one the one that we're talking about, the daughter in the end goes to university, I think, and leaves the mom, and that's like a huge deal. Yeah, and the mom has like an old Rolls Royce. That's what I always remember, yeah. that she had like a vintage Rolls Royce, but they lived in very kind of very impoverished poor. surroundings. Yeah. So yeah, and I always that, worried about the car. This is what it reminds me of. That movie meets what I told our mother what it reminded me of is the movie Heartbreakers. Do you remember that as well? Heartbreak, it's got the best of me. It doesn't go to uh, the- Yeah, I do. So that, it's kind of like... I remember that movie, and that's a great... You know what's really funny? I actually think that your um two memory movies or whatever, your two examples are actually better than, <laughs> than yours. More accurate than mine. <laughs> but that's not where I went, Dina. That's no. not the journey I took. I like that when I get to the last moments of the first episode and we find out murder, (laughs) I was like, oh, yellow. Now I get it because there's some, like, Kind of PLL vibes, like someone's watching. It's a little creepy, but it's also a little light and tries. And I'm like, and then I'm like, but you get the whole like southern thing. Plus, one of the stars, a part of Dixie's in it, and I'm sure that's on purpose because when they cast, they were probably like, this part Dixie, right. Pretty Little Liars, and oh. the town reminds me of where they live in Pretty Little Liars. So that's where I went. And sometimes a little Gilmore girlish, but I did not go to where you went but that's where I should have journeyed Dina because that's a better example I feel like it's not as Gilmore girlish is because they don't do that annoying thing with all the big words I hate when they have these back and forth conversations with like a teenager who unless they're gonna go to be in Harvard are not talking to you like that and I like that Ginny at least talks or Ginny sorry at least talks in a like talks to me like how I would imagine a young 23 year old playing a 16 year old would talk Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I will say that it's not like on Dawson's Creek. Like Dawson's Creek, I would need like a English thesaurus to understand like a conversation because it was so inundated, not just with words I didn't know, but even like emotional expressions that no 15-year-old is going to be like, able to have the sophistication understanding of themselves to express. Like, I didn't even understand what they were expressing, even from context. I don't That's think- how confusing I found that show. Again, I feel like we were, like, probably watching it way too young because our older sister was watching it. So that's probably, again, why the language. But all I can remember of that show was, one, thinking, "Why was No, I- when I was in uni, no, Dina, when I was in university, it was all the time playing on TV 4 Like, all the time. Remember what we never wondered was why? Was it Katie Holmes's character? Wasn't she supposed to be really poor and she was always in designers? Like, even stuff we like, we like, it was like known designers she was in. Maybe, Maybe was- I did notice on an episode but, yeah. of. Ginny and georgia Ginny is wearing a zimmerman top that i have the dress up and i was just trying to think like i get confused sometimes in the show because sometimes they kind of talk of, of themselves like they're really trashy and poor but then other times they talk about how the mom kind of swept her way to having them money and it's like when did she buy the zimmerman outfit was it a gift from her deceased husband like what's the story so I think I'd like to know more what you're saying. It's not current season though. No, no, no but I think so it's, she might've gone on the outnet and bought it then. Yeah. But I think, um, I think like the mom is a full on hustler is going to make it. She is. till the end. She's I, Sigourney Weaver. Yes. But I think like, you're gonna like, she is Sigourney Weaver. And I think like, it, I just, I want you to finish it, and I don't want to say anything because of where you are. Don't you dare ruin it for me. We will do. I yes. just met her sister. Just like, I just uh, met her sister. Oh, I know you Which, just. by the way, her. I got it right away. But, you guys, this is what we're going to do for you, because this is a special episode, and both of us have come late to the party with the other show that the other one was watching. So what we'll do is, because I'm almost done with Florida Shore. And Alana is going to be done very soon with this show. But I'm not watching the current season of Floribama Shore and they don't recommend anyone else does. I think that we should punish MTV for trying to make it a weekly show and force them, force their hand by only binging it to put out all the episodes and then the world watch it all together so that they learn their lesson. And Also, if you're watching WandaVision, which I love, I believe the same thing is true. On Disney Plus. I also think they should have done that with the Falcon Soldier and the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I was really pissed when I watched one episode and found out they were only putting it out one episode at a time. And I am currently in between Housewives, binge watching the entire Marvel universe. And let me tell you, I finally get it. I my husband is literally coming up to me and being like, wait explain this character to me I'm like oh okay let me tell you their whole life story their backstory and everything else that you need to know because not only am I watching the show I'm researching I'm learning the backstory I'm learning all the details so um Alana's on this journey with her husband as well as on the journey to not watch the rest of um the shore and I will be completing it by this evening because I only have four more episodes so I'm gonna finish it no, Dina, then you're watching can't ahead wait. of me. I can't wait. I came no, to. No, but the Dina, there's the things that happen that you can't unsee, and un-know. I know huh? I haven't done any research. Do no. you know what's I going can't. on with any of them? Alana, something I can't. happened. Alana, I just can't. I'm not gonna tell you. Just listen. Just listen, Yanni. Listen to me. Something happened, and when that thing happened, I was so Shook it on such an emotional yes. I was so shook it on an emotional journey that I was like, uh, no, 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 no. I am not waiting for this to come out. Because then I read an interview with the main executive producer, not Sally Ann Soledano, a guy right underneath. And he said that this current season is about, because of, COVID and the way they sort of had to be much more even more isolated than they typically are and more um, trapped within each other this season was about them breaking through all of the um, emotional issues and and um, uh, like conflicts that they had with each other and getting to a place of pure understanding, so that this is an incredibly, quote, incredibly intense season. Guys, I can't wait. Here's what happened. I'm not going to lie. So I went to sleep with it on. I'm not going to watch it. And I wait. woke up this morning at mm-hmm. lunch. And I was like, oh my God, I have to see what Fourth Season is about. So I'm, I'm going to deep dive it. I have to go in. And you know what? We will reconvene hopefully soon with Alana giving us. Wait, her- so you're going to watch it? And watch ahead of me, even though I'm telling you don't. That's where we are. Here's what happened. So whatever day that you ended up going on our shared Prime account, you must have watched the beginning of that fourth episode. I love that you caught a share. Yeah, I watched like the first 15 minutes. Okay, so what happened it, it opened. It opened. And I started to see things, Alana. And I have to go and finish that journey for myself. I'm on the last episode of 13 of season three. And I just feel like it's only right to continue. Because I've already seen a little. And I need to, I need to get to to now I'll have to watch it. Because otherwise you'll be alone. But I'm okay for that journey for us. No, well, but... Don't you think MTV should be punished for what they're doing? Someone needs to teach them a lesson. And I thought it would be ours. But Alana, here's the thing. And I'm going to, I could be wrong, but I feel like I'm right. One, neither of us watch it when it's actually on. So we're not doing anything for the video. No, I bought it. You um, bought it. It's already too late. That's what I was going to say. You already screwed the pooch, Alana. You bought it. You already gave them that money. So why are we playing this game? They're not gonna learn. No, I gave Amazon the money. They're gonna oh. learn. I, I I happen to feel and I felt this you feel really like engaged, that my 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 feelings about a show are usually somehow yes, telepathically heard by networks because they feel a lot of time you and I will have direct criticism about something and then somehow they deal with it. So I feel the networks are somehow tapped in. I can see that. <laughs> I, ha- I just cool watched it. I just watched um x-men because my husband made me pause watching the current phase i'm on phase two of the marvel universe stuff because he wanted to watch with me and he was going to sleep so i watched x-men and maybe i'm like charles xavier maybe i'm just tapped into the consciousness of all the networks because i feel they hear my concerns and they react so if i make a conscious effort to school them about this decision i truly believe there is a chance all the different people watching will have the same consciousness and they'll let the network people know too. And through our shared dismay at the choices they've made, they will change and they will finally learn that no one watches TV in any form except for binge. You know That's beautiful. They need to start checking ratings differently. That's the you problem. Monitoring right. ratings wrong. Yeah. I agree. They need to check themselves because they're going to wreck themselves. I agree. I just said that. (laughs) Did you? I did. Um, I was on a Candace tangent. I'm not even going (laughs) to lie. I um, I was on a tangent. I didn't know. I think we, I feel like we, I think we we really got to a lot of things out there. We have a very amazing. Two guests coming very soon with our um, next two podcasts. So we're so excited for you guys. To I am so one. excited by these guests. I have to say, quick side note, I have not been, I could not be more excited. Like this is, this is a real thrill. This is a real treat. So we can't wait to hear your thoughts on, on Florida Shore. <laughs> Definitely, Florida Bama Shore, Florida Bama. I can't, you guys, don't ever trust me for any names. Go to Alana. Floribama Shore, like Florida and Alabama, Floribama. Beautiful. Or if you guys are watching either of the shows. Jeremiah, Jerry, guys, you know, like that. So if you're watching either of these shows, Please, please, please DM us at um, Stylishly Solomon. We would love to hear your thoughts on these shows. We really have been deep diving and discussing with each other, like, basically every day because Ilana is sick in bed. So I'm just blowing up her phone. So you should blow it up, too. We can't wait to hear from you, and we hope you have a lovely evening. Mm-hmm. Thank you for thinking, my Shabbat is over.